All right, so uh, you're hanging out. You uh, get a letter in the mail. You pick it up. It's a um, the envelope is bone white, and uh, instead of having a return address, there's just like a blue L. And the envelope that you get in the mail, it feels like almost like heavy to the touch, even though you can pick it up fine. It, it feels like there's some weight to it, like some gravity to it. For a moment, you think of uh, dying stars. And then you open up uh, the envelope. It turns out that your uncle that you'd never met recently died. Uh, Artemis B- Bangleberry is the name of this guy. Uh, he's from the Bangleberry side of your family. Wait, what? Back up. Artist Bangleberry? Yeah, his last name is Bangleberry. <laughs> Artemis Bangleberry. Which side of the family is this on? It's never, you feel like it's not on either one somehow. <laughs> it's kind of confusing and you don't really quite get how it works. All you know is that the Bangleberry is um, an offshoot of, uh, of your family. Um, they lived uh, in the woods for- uh, <laughs> That sounds right. Hundreds and hundreds of years and just kind of had their own uh, way of looking at the world. Yeah, it sounds, that sounds right. That's, this is, makes sense. So, uh, anyway, so he's like, yeah, I'm Arte- uh, you know, Artemis Bangleberry died. And he uh, left you something in his will. Uh, left you a, a, a car for you to use. Okay. So I don't normally check the mail because I'm afraid of it. So how long, this is like, a, I checked it, it's like a new mail? So this just happened? It had just arrived. You feel like it had just arrived moments before you walked out. Okay. In fact, when you went to go pick it up, you kind of looked over your shoulder and you saw the mailman walking back to his mail uh, truck and he makes eye contact with you and he goes, oh, fuck. He runs back to the, the truck, peels away. Like you see him get pulled over as he leaves your apartment complex because the cops are like, why are you driving so fast? And, he's just, and he just screams, um... I need to leave like over and over again. It's this whole thing. He goes to jail. He goes to jail. Yeah. I mean, not for long, but he definitely goes. So, uh, so you see that it's like, Oh, you got a new car. You look outside and, uh, in, uh, the parking space directly in front of your apartment is, uh, the Chevrolet bright pink. It's bright pink. It's shining. Oh, God. It's shining in the Texas sun. God, what am I, Barbie now? Like, well, what, what, is there, what color would you want it to be? I mean, I don't know. I like pink, but not for a car. That seems weird. That's too. It, that's going to attract too much attention. Is there a color like that, that you would prefer the car to be? Or? Uh, sure. Uh, black, white. Yeah. That's good. Blue, right? You uh, you blink and the car's black. And it's weird. For a second, you wonder. It's so black. It's the blackest Chevrolet you've ever seen in your fucking life. And for a moment, you think to yourself, how could I ever have thought that this car was pink? It's clearly jet black. <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay. Uh, and the key's <laughs> in the ignition. What do you do? The key's in the ignition? Yeah. I look around to see if anybody else is around, and if nobody's around, then I'm going to open that door. Yeah, I mean, there's no one there, you know? Yeah. 
So you open the door, you get into the car, you close it. The seatbelt just closes automatically. And you uh, you start your Chevrolet, you back it out, you drive, <laughs> and it's weird because you've never really been someone who is super into cars or into like going for a drive or whatever, but you get behind the wheel of this Chevrolet and it feels like home. The, the steering wheel, <laughs> the steering wheel fits perfectly in your hands. It's as if your mm-hmm. hands were made to grip <laughs> this wheel. Wow! You drive uh, down the road. Okay. You feel the wind in your hair, even though you know there's a, a top to the car. <laughs> you feel uh, you. F- it's almost like you feel the road. You know what I mean? You feel the endless possibilities. Okay, so I feel free. Of a road not traveled. You feel the freest you've ever felt. At one point you scream, I'm free. And then you realize that there's tears dripping down your face. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds normal too. You pull into KFC, you get lunch, turn around, go back home. Wait, KFC? Why am I eating KFC? Just hungry. But, But I don't eat anything there. Well, yeah, you used to not eat meat, but uh, recently uh, you've dreamed of uh, hunting wild uh, animals and like ripping the th- ripping their throats out and drinking their blood and stuff. So like you're feeling wait, like, wait, wait, wait. yeah, you, you go to a dream analyst and they go, oh, that, uh, yeah, that dream means you should go to KFC. Yeah, that would. OK, well, then in that case, I would probably be scared and go to KFC. You're trying to just figure out your dreams. You eat the yeah. KFC. <laughs> It's the best lunch you've ever had in your life. You bite into that fried chicken breast. It's per- like it's perfectly crispy. They give you an extra uh, side of uh, honey. And you think no. to yourself, why would they give me honey? You drip the honey on the chicken. You oh, bite into it. Oh, no. It's like pure paradise between your fucking teeth you swallow it you just <laughs> savor it as it tumbles down your throat <laughs> it's the best lunch you ever had really you drive home and you're like holy shit that was a day and uh as you walk away from the Chev- chevrolet you kind of turn around and look at it this jet black chevrolet and for a second it's almost like the car winks at you <laughs> you're like that was weird do I wink back? I Do think you? I would wink back. You wink back and sure. the car blushes. <gasps> oh, no. You're like, That's a little odd. Uh, you go inside. Um, it's just like a, a normal night. It's just you. You just watch like Netflix or whatever. Go to sleep. You dream of a howling void. You wake up. That sounds normal. Yeah, you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm ready for the... Ready for the day? I mean, <laughs> Amber. <laughs> you say that it out loud. You up. say it out loud. You go, "I'm ready for the day." I'm Amber, and you go, "That was a dumb thing to say," and you immediately regret it. And um, you go outside. The Chevrolet is, you know, out there. The engine's already running. You get inside uh, the car. You're like, "Ah, time to go to work." I'm Amber. 
And you go, why the fuck do I keep doing that? You start driving. God, I'm lame. Yeah. You start driving and um, you're not quite certain when this happens. You can't really pinpoint it later on when you think about it. But at some point, you're no longer driving on uh, the roads of Austin, Texas. Suddenly, it's almost like you're on this celestial uh, street, you know? No, but uh, the ca- the the outside weather, the uh, sun is beginning to set. Okay, seventy three degrees. You smell pineapple, and you realize you're on the nexus of reality, the nexus of reality Parkway. No, no. Bevy the Chevy can drive you through different uh, dimensions and realities and stuff like that. You start driving on this uh, the next of Reality Parkway, and you see there's all these different exits you can take. There's exit uh, 12. There's exit, uh, then it's just the pi symbol, exit pi. There's exit 696969. Six, six, no. <laughs> and there's exit, uh, just a question mark. What do you do? Well, I'm not going down the question mark. That sounds terrifying. You sail uh, past it. The scent of pineapple grows stronger. What are, wait, I go down the 6969 exit because that sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> you go down uh, that exit and uh, it's a reality. It's it's kind of uh, similar to ours. It's pretty much the same history. The only, the main difference is that um, uh, <laughs> instead of, there was a president named, named Donald Reagan. And also Antarctica doesn't exist. But beyond that, it's the exact same world as ours. Um, you go in there and you realize it's actually today is um, September 30th, you know, but there it's October 1st. Oh. And you look up as you're uh, hanging out there in the United States. The other difference is that it's called the United States of America. The United? United. It's sponsored by Mountain Dew. There was a, Wait, a really the bi- world is sponsored. I uh, know by- the United States. It used to be called United okay. States of America, but there was a big recession. But the the uh, the Mountain Dew Company they uh, get, uh, helped us out of the recession, and then out of extreme gratefulness, they renamed the country the United States of America. Is is the flag just like the logo of Mountain Dew, and it says United States? Yeah, and there's that, and then instead of water fountains, there's Mountain Dew fountains. Okay. Well, do people swim in Mountain Dew? Or is there, is there no, water? That's, no, that's insane. Well, water is there. It's just that okay. people really like Mountain Dew. So anyway, so you're a day ahead and you're like, this is fucking weird. God. And um, you're kind of like uh, freaking out a little bit and like your, your throat is dry. So you run into a uh, convenience store to grab some water and you see that the uh, they've announced the winning lottery number. It's 8675309. <laughs> <laughs> and they win uh, 35,000 35 million billion dollars 35,000 million. million billion dollars <laughs> it's a number that you thought didn't exist but apparently yeah, that, like wow. no one's won the lottery for 50 years in this reality there's been Donald Reagan the United States of America and no one's won the lottery so it's gotten really really big yeah 35,000 million billion dollars yeah. okay and you see that that winning number eight six seven five three zero nine. 
You're like, this is crazy. Hmm. At that point, uh, Bev the Chevy is uh, honking at you. like, And you feel like a, a thing in your mind telling you to like, get back to the car. Mm-hmm. You jump back in Bev the Chevy, turn the engine on, start driving. You feel the reality behind you kind of disintegrate as you enter the uh, the nexus of Realities Parkway. Finally, you snap to you kind of back in our world. Okay. You see uh, an ad on TV and they go, Texas Lottery, Texas Lottery for sale. That's what's uh, on the, uh, it's a it's a radio, like the radio's on, it's a radio ad, and it goes, don't, don't forget the Texas reality, or the Texas Lottery, bring her in, win the lotto. Holy shit. I know that voice. You hear it on the radio. You remember that winning number? What do you do? I mean, I immediately go buy a lottery ticket. You go to 7-Eleven, you buy a lotto ticket. And uh, it's actually up pretty high. It's like um, a 25 million lotto 25 million dollars what numbers do you play the eight six seven five three oh nine you play it that night they do uh on tv they do like the lottery uh unveiling or whatever the guy ho- the guy hosting the um the lottery unveiling is this guy named uh timmy jibs uh he's this dude he's got this huge like red afro super pale You've seen him around town. He's like super funny. He's a comedian. <laughs> so uh, he goes, he does the first number. He's like eight, six, seven. And he goes, oh, I love this song. And like, the studio audience claps and like cheers. Oh, like, oh, that's really funny. Five, three. He's like, whoa. Oh. And then he goes, if the next number is nine, I'm going to fucking shit my pants. And it goes over the, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> they don't censor it. They miss it. He gets mm-hmm. fired. <laughs> does he shit his pants? He, <laughs> he doesn't actually shit his pants, but he like metaphorically does because he gets fired. Because <laughs> they're like, you can't say it. Like, like so the director's like, you can't say that, Timmy. And he goes, yeah, but it's like that fucking song, right? Are you shitting me? And like, it all goes out. It's all live. Yeah. Yeah. It all goes through. He gets fired. Clearly, there's no way he can have that job, right? Right. So the director just walks up. He's like, all right, the last number. And he picks it up and he goes, nine. Holy fuck. He gets fired too. (laughs) So basically, you win all this money. And uh, after uh, you decide to do like the lump payment, they do the lump payment to you. It's uh, $19,000 after taxes. You do a lot of loopholes. You have you hire like a really shady lawyer. Is, wait, is, wait, I get nineteen thousand million. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. you hire. <laughs> okay. uh, oh no, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you get nineteen million. You hire a um, a really shady tax lawyer to help you out. His name, his name is Kent Power. And Kent Power. Kent Power, attorney at law. Okay. Or a turn a tax attorney. That's okay. what it says. The tax attorney. He goes, yeah, because Kent Power, tax attorney. Uh, 
he's able to kind of like help you out and stuff. So after taxes, you have $14 million. Okay. It's the first thing you do. Oh, man. Uh, the first thing I do is probably take my daughter shopping. <laughs> Where do you go? Wherever she wants to go. She's um, like, I want to go to the Civil War reenactment store. Oh, <laughs> okay, well, you got to pick somewhere else because I'm not going there. <laughs> she goes, wow. She's just been learning about the Civil War lately in school. Okay. And she goes, I, 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 that's where I want to go, Mom. She goes, please. She goes, I've had my eye on a um, particular musket. Why? Okay. I mean... I'm she can't you can't buy a musket. I tell her you can't. I'm not buying you a musket. She goes, "Okay. May I'll, okay, I'll just get maybe like a, a reenactor suit. One one from both sides. You don't want to play favorites." She says. No, that doesn't sound like her at all. She goes, "Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't finished it, so I don't know who wins. But I I'm so I'm going to buy both cuz I don't I want to be on the winning side of history." I mean, you they haven't learned it yet in school yet. It's not her fault. She's in eighth grade. Right. So you're kind of like surprised, but you're like, well, whatever. Texas public schools. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll buy you the the north side uniform. That's that's all. I'm and, not, she, and she goes, thank you. The yeah. Confederate. Yeah. And she goes, oh, the Union. She goes, yeah, they're pretty cool too. She goes. She goes, hell, hell yeah. So you go to the, um, the Civil War reenactment store. <laughs> and uh, you drive her home and you think to yourself, like, and, and you guys have like a conversation and stuff. And she's she's asking questions of the Civil War, like pretty intelligent questions, too. Like, and, and you're, and you're kind of marveling to yourself. You go, you know, it's so. What a what a life I lead. I have $14 million in the bank. I got a daughter who's uh, interested in history, asking these interesting questions. Like, wow, this is crazy that this is my life. How privileged am I to do this? Some people will never know this level of love. And uh, you go home and she you re she goes, oh, you forgot the, the union cap. They didn't include the union cap. And you go, oh, sorry, sweetie, or whatever. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what you call her. And she's like, um, and you go, okay, I'll just, I'll drop you off. And then like, I'll go grab the, the cap real quick. I'll, I'll see you in, in 10 minutes. And she goes, oh, thanks, mom. She uh, smiles at you, walks into your house. You drive back to the mall where the uh, Civil War store is. No, oh, okay. In the mall. And you're driving and um, you hear like a, a, a horn honk behind you. You have a, you don't remember when you got this, but you got a, a bumper sticker that said honk if you're horny. Oh, and so people no. are just constantly like honking no, at you. No, no, no. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. No, with But no. you did. No. It's, yeah, it's kind of odd and That's weird. That's not me. So yeah, you don't know where you got it from. You just remember you were out at a bumper sticker convention doing comedy. Ew. And um, they paid you in booze. So you kind of like got blackout drunk and stuff. And okay. so you bought a bunch of bumper stickers. One of them is honk if you're horny. Okay, but I wouldn't put it the other on one my says, car. The other one is advertising uh, um, Michael Dukakis. <laughs> MichaelDukakis.com. Well, that's kind of funny. Yeah. So um, 
This guy honks. You kind of like look up and you go, oh, there's a horny person. And they kind of wave and smile and drive away. But when you look Ugh. up, it startles you because in the rearview mirror, you see this uh, man sitting in the back seat. Oh, no. And it's strange because um, it's almost like you can't look directly at him because his face is uh, made of smoke. Ugh. Plumes of moving smoke. Okay. His left eye glows red. He's kind of not even really looking at you. He's looking out the window, smoking a cigarette. Oh, God. All right. And you go, what the fuck? And you turn around to look, and there's no one, there's no one there. Okay. And you go, wow, that was a crazy thing to hallucinate. And then you turn around, and he's in the rearview mirror again. And he goes, uh, hello, Amber. I'm the man in the backseat. I don't he, know what that means, but... He goes, I've always been here, Amber. No. He goes, now tell me, what right. is the winning lotto number? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Now get out of get out of my car. <laughs> and you kind of see him smile a little bit in the back seat. And he goes, "I always knew I could count on you, Amber." I don't know what that means. I don't get. Go away. You're not real. Just go away. And then he raises his hand and makes a fist, <laughs> and your car explodes. But why? I gave him exactly what he wanted. He travels to another dimension on the uh, Nexus of Reality Parkway <laughs> and plays that winning lotto number across many, many dimensions. Eventually, he has $10 billion and he buys an atomic bomb and blows up the world. What the It's hell? the biggest atomic bomb that's ever existed. For only $10,000? No, no, no. Many, many millions uh, of billions oh, of dollars. Okay. He, he goes across uh, 69 million... Um, realities, winning uh, all these different lotto tickets, uh, and then he uses the money to buy a weapon that destroys the world. But why did he? Why did he have to kill me before? If he's going to he destroy the world, he just killed me. For, I gave him what he wanted. <laughs> he, he's just going to orphan my child for he, no fucking reason. I gave him the immediately. Yeah, he didn't have to do it, but he did. <laughs> he blew up your for car for no reason. You gave up the number immediately. Immediately, I didn't. Give him any trouble. Why would he do that? <laughs> the world is destroyed because of you. I mean, he and was going to do it anyway. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so mad. I'm you were so killed mad. by the man in the backseat. I'm so mad. Why would you trust him? Well, I, he was going to kill me regardless. <laughs> but I thought maybe if I can give him what he wants immediately, he'll let me go. Yeah. And then just kill me when he kills everybody else, probably. Lesson learned too late. Man.